Hey, and we're back. Okay. So we brightened up. People can see us again. That's we looked a little. Well, well, see if I can do something. I mean, to be fair, we warned them. Yeah. This is true. a show where you recorded two episodes without our heads in the podcast. So at Wait, some that level, was not my fault. I feel like it was your. No, it's not my fault. But I feel like that's just the kind of professionalism that you've come to. It's to, true. You sort of embody here mm-hmm. as the audiovisual producer of the Jeff Case. Hey. So, at the beginning of this. Is it, this all, we're going to just continue burning through all of our user mail. Basically. We have so much user mail that we will be lucky if we actually get through all the user mail by the end of the six okay. hours. Yes, all right, that's true. All right. So this is pretty much a user mail blowout for the end of the 2013 podcast series. All right, let's keep it rolling. So as you know, at the mm-hmm. beginning of this six-hour potential segment, you said that I was the only thing keeping you... From pissing in mason jars and exposing yourself to the children in Central Park or all the other things. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, what I don't know what's going to happen. You said it was all going to be on the table. Mm-hmm. You said something about molesting Santa Claus. I don't even know what it was. No, I wouldn't do it on purpose. I'm just saying if I like something would occur to me and I'm I think just, it's I funny. You, you said a bunch I of have, things. I have these impulses you of have funny impulse, things to right. do. All that, just, just putting that out there. Right. Just refresher, reminder that it was said. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to our second uh, user. Okay. It's actually a set of user mail because two people wrote in with very similar questions. Oh, they're questions for us. Is they this an Ask questions. Jeff and Casey or is this... Sort of. All right. The first one was Joe Hills. He wrote in quite okay. some time ago, but we didn't really... It's we been buffered for a while, but it hasn't been the right time. I think now's the right time. I'll read you his mail that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Jeff and Casey... You both routinely express strong, negative sentiment about many elements of modern American society. This is somebody who clearly watches a a lot of our show. I I think that's a rational response, just by the way. He did not criticize. He simply pointed it out, and it is true. I share many of your concerns and have devised a hypothetical situation to frame a brainstorming session for possible solutions. If you were prophets... With the power to proclaim personal rules okay. for daily living to a small percentage of people, what would those edicts be, and how would they maximize societal benefit? Thanks for making such a great show every week, and for taking the time to read this. Joe Hills, Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. Now, the reason that I find that so fascinating is because this is somebody who actually is interested to know what somebody who is going to pee in mason jars thinks the rest no, of the I world should do. No, I can fix everybody else. I okay. just can't you keep fix my yourself shit, shit under, together. Yeah. All right. So, you know, and that's an interesting point. I will point out the fact that a lot of people say stuff like, hey, Jeff, you're peeing in a mason jar. Why should I listen to your advice? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Tiger Woods' golf coach... Not on the PGA Tour. Sometimes you can yeah. be someone with a good idea about what someone else needs yeah. to fix, even though you yourself are not very good. I think that's actually reasonably common. Because you have to have gone down the shit slide in order <laughs> to tell somebody that, hey, the bottom's a cesspool, right? Yeah. right? Like, okay. <laughs> someone else might just, this is an awesome water slide. And like, nope, 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 halfway through, shit. So, yeah, sometimes you have to be the canary. Sometimes you have a canary, sometimes you're the canary. So, just okay. to remind you, so the question is, All right. if you could prescribe a small set of rules. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to answer these People questions. People are following them every day. Right. So we have to, like, it's hard to answer that question without knowing specifics about the person. Because, like, 
obviously if you're just saying like just completely generalities you're just yeah. like don't be a, you know, don't be an asshole like okay. there's lots of things you can just say like think a little bit about you know second order effects of what you do but that does not that's not quite as interesting as like pointing out stuff specifically to a person where you're just like okay this guy is fucking up or this guy's life is shitty and then how do you fix it in, in well, particular? But in he he framed the question we could as do it. criticizing modern American life. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of asking, I don't think he's asking, how do you, you know, this dude's a heroin addict. Right. How do you get him off the sauce or whatever? Right. It's the horse? What does it, help me out here. What, heroin? Yeah. Uh, yeah, horse. Keep H him off the horse. The You're H. on the horse or off the horse? <laughs> I don't know. This guy's a heroin addict. How do you get him off of heroin. Back in the saddle. Yeah, back in the saddle. <laughs> how do you get him back on the saddle? Uh, he's asking more like, how does the average American person start to do something that would maybe make America less of a shitty place for the rest of the world to deal with like it is right, right now? Right, right. Okay. I, I can immediately think of several, but I don't know. I don't want to ruin. Okay. I don't know what's going on up, up Should there. we do real ones or ridiculous ones? Because like, the real ones would be very Yours easy. Yours is going to be like, watch stop, more Animal Links. No, stop watching TV. Read more. Uh... Limit your internet, like, like cut your internet down at work, <laughs> okay. right? Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> like, you could pick the things like that would almost everybody. Okay. Like, uh, delete every single app off your iPhone except Maps okay. in the fucking call. Like, if I could do one thing, it would be that. Okay. If I had, like, my single rule is no apps on any phones. Yeah. And and the only thing on is you can make calls and you can find out where the fuck you're going. Like okay. that's it. All right. Like I think I, I think that would actually improve almost everyone's life. Well, I already got rid of a smartphone. I, I'm yep. I am now I on a phone that, that can only make calls. I, I went and I much prefer it. Yes. Yeah, so I went first. So. I did the complete burner for a while, and then I needed a phone where I was not paying because I get fucked on the minute situation. So then I went back into the phone thing. And now I'm back into the only thing that's on my phone is that. And right. I will say, I know it seems very weird that like all of a sudden... But that's not true. You text on your phone a bunch and stuff oh, like I that. Oh, I text. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do yeah. text. I Yeah, but I mean, it's not... The text, I don't usually pick the phone up anymore as a boredom defense mechanism. I see. And I... and, and A BDM? And, yeah. Is it like, a BDM? Yeah. <laughs> Would you that say? Sounds, that sounds scary, but... Okay. No, I, I think that... A hundred percent of every single person I know life who has a cell phone would be improved if they did that. Okay. But it's, it's almost impossible improvement for them to Improvement to them or is it improvement to society as a whole? I think that's a societal, but I think okay. they would they, – they'll see it immediately. Okay. Like you just all of a sudden notice things like this is a nice walk. This right, is like, right, like – yeah. Full retar re retarded yeah. situations that you're like appreciate in a different way, and yeah. it's not novelty. It's not like oh, this is just something I'm doing that's new. Right, right. This right. will improve. I promise you. Put the fuck. Get rid of those. And I don't mean don't use the phone because that's not possible. I understand myself, and I understand human beings. You can't have those things on the phone, or you're fucked. Like you just it can't be on the phone. You really. I agree it, with that. I just got rid of it. Yeah. I was like, screw this. Yeah. I'm just gonna go back to a regular phone that can only dial. Yeah. Right. And that has worked very well for me. Because mm -hmm. yeah. then there's no temptation to install anything. You don't have to have willpower. Yeah. I've always thought that willpower is just a bad idea. What you really want is inaccessibility. Yeah. Like willpower is a poor substitute I don't, yeah, for inaccessibility. I agree. I agree. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Just get rid of all this stuff. In mm -hmm. fact, Charles Bloom once said, I exercise my willpower at the supermarket. 
He's like, because once I buy something and bring it yeah, home, yeah. it's gonna get eaten. Yeah. So I'm, I can't. I'm I gotta just exactly the same right? way. Yep. And if I buy candy, delicate. the candy will be yeah. gone. And that's true, uh, to some extent. So, yeah. all right. Well, I, I agree with that one. Obviously, mm-hmm. I would say that. Yeah, I would generalize your TV one a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would say that, like in general, don't watch any advertising and don't partake of any media mm-hmm. that is advertising based. Mm-hmm. Would be the pri- would be the number one thing that you could do. And one of the interesting things about that is, and not to belabor this point too much, but I'll belabor it a little bit. Nobody thinks advertising affects them. Ever, mm-hmm. it seems. Yep. They're all like, no, 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 no. Like, advertising is totally fine. It doesn't affect me, or it does, but not in a bad way, or whatever. And they're just wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's just... I, I, I don't know any way that they could... that I don't have any idea how someone could think that they weren't wrong about that. And one of the interesting things about that is I think most people who say that actually already say things that indicate that that's clearly wrong. <laughs> So I'll give you a perfect example. Most people, I think, say advertising doesn't affect them or it's not a huge problem. Mm-hmm. The polls on whether people thought Citizens United was a bad Supreme Court decision or would have negative effects was like 80% or something like this. Citizens United didn't do anything if you think ads are ineffectual. Right. Money is not a problem in politics at all. If ads are ineffectual, because all the money does is run ads. That's right. it. They don't spend money on anything else in politics. Right. They don't but try to buy votes anymore. Mm-hmm. They used to. But that kind of got cracked down on a little yeah. bit. So when you talk about, oh, X billion dollars were thrown into this presidential race, where do you think they were going? Yeah. The only reason our political system is totally fucked right now in a money, from a money standpoint is because you can buy ads. Right. If those ads didn't do anything... Right. They wouldn't be, they wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Politicians wouldn't care. They'd right. be like, I don't need you to donate money into my pack. Who cares? My pack runs these ads that no one pays attention yeah, to. Yeah. It's like, no. Tons of people pay attention to these ads, and they do have an effect. And I think the reason that people maybe don't appreciate the degree to which the effect occurs is because I think most people maybe misunderstand the nature of advertising just in general, which is that it doesn't matter if an ad is effective in the way that you think it needs to be effective, Right. Like, it doesn't matter if a particular ad is capable of making you vote for Barack Obama or mm-hmm. not. What it matters is if the, the aggregate sum of the media push enabled by these advertisements and putting and the, like, PR-ness, all of that stuff, all of the things that go with marketing, it matters whether that sum total is capable of shifting this general cognitive sense that is occurring right. in one way or the other, right? Yeah. So maybe... The ads are totally ineffectual at convincing you to vote for Obama, but you've heard Obama so much more right. that you vote for him instead of Dennis Kucinich because Dennis Kucinich is not going to be electable or right. something like that. Like, there's all these ways in which advertising can have an effect on people even if the actual it's ad also, doesn't work on them. That's not actually the yeah, important part. Yeah. It's, it's creating a, a – And it's can, creating an environment. Yeah. Well, it's creating an environment to think about somebody in a certain way. Like, oh, hey, Barack Obama's a winner and, or something like that. And, yes. and, then, and that totally works. Right. And, and it doesn't have to work in the sense right. of it didn't change anybody's mind to vote for him. Exactly. It's just the way the ads are framed and the way they're shot makes it appear like he's calm, collected, and like and then like that's something that seeps in over seven hundred ads. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so I don't really know. I think yeah. we know a lot about advertising, and we know a lot about how certain things affect people in terms of like there have been a lot of measurements of things, and you can go look at studies and stuff like that. But it's true that in general, we just don't have the technology to know exactly how these things are affecting you because there's so many variables there's so many things people's brains are different yep. there's 
so many different advertisements. You, you're not in a vacuum where we just turn on one ad or not and we can see like what your mm-hmm. behavior is. But I think people at least behave as if the ads do work because they complain about all of these things, right? Yeah. They complain about citizen. If you really, if the general public really believed that advertising doesn't work, they wouldn't say these things. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like there is clearly a cognitive dis- dissonance there where they are coming up with this excuse because they don't want to have to deal with the fact that we need to do something about right. these ads. But really, they totally are acknowledging the fact that they're a problem. So we just need to accept that. Like, just accept the fact that you are right. You're right that they are a problem. You are correct that Citizens United is a bad thing. I don't necessarily think it's bad jurisprudence, but that's mm-hmm. a different thing than saying that it's not yeah, bad, yeah. right? Um, it's, it's going to have a bad effect. And so are all of the other things that will happen in terms of more money going into politics. But that's, and that's true everywhere, right? Um, so I don't know. Like that, embracing that and trying to be someone who pushes towards more of an actual purchase-based economy mm-hmm. I think is good. Okay. Because for whatever feelings capitalism has, I think ad-free capitalism actually is a pretty good system compared to the other things we have. You surveying some options and choosing to buy something from a particular company who then has the money that you gave them to do things with is not a bad idea in general. Okay. The, most of the money goes into advertising and very little goes into the product style that we have now because the most important thing is convincing people to purchase more Coca-Cola, not in how do we produce Coca-Cola or how do we make the best quality soft drinks right. is a problem. So and you're we certainly DVR see that DVR your TV. Skip the ads or just so download it an hour later. Here's one thing that I will <laughs> say too that I do now that I didn't used to do before that has been I think pretty good for me anyway. And I guess your mileage may vary depending on the person. Which is in the old days uh, I used to do I used to make sacrifices to get stuff that I wanted, mm-hmm. right? So if there was a show that I wanted to watch, but you had that their only place that was available was on TV or something, then maybe I would try to get cable to watch it or something, and that's not really exactly true. Yeah. But one example would, uh, a more accurate example for me would have been like a DRM game. Like I really wanted to play this game, but it has DRM. Well, okay, so I'll buy it and I'll deal with that. Mm-hmm. About a year or two ago, I said, no, I'm done. And what I realized is all it does is save you time and money. (laughs) That's it. If you can't watch the latest show on fucking ABC because they refuse to sell it on Amazon where you can buy it with no ads or it's not on Netflix, just don't watch it. And what ends up happening is nothing. You you end up with 20 more dollars or less advertising influence in your life and more time. Mm Mm-hmm. To do interesting things. You can find there's so many interesting things you could do right now. There's so many interesting things to go do, Mm -hmm. right, in the world that it's crazy to think that for some reason you couldn't find something else to do with the Also, I just think there's so much good content now. Yeah. There's very it's very difficult to keep up with it anyway. Mm -hmm. So if you have to watch Breaking Bad two years from now when it is on Netflix, which is what I did, burn them through. Yeah. Then it's not. It's really not going to have that big of an effect because you have like go watch Veronica Mars. There's yep. six seasons of Friday. I mean, there's so much shit out there yeah. that you're not going to catch up anyway unless you really are kind of in the binge situation yeah. where I probably need to go out and take a walk. And so one thing that also is true is you kind of think of that as uh, like. I feel like there should be a game 
theory name for this. I don't know really any game theory, so I don't know the right terminology. So I'll just call it the asshole's gambit, which <laughs> is that if an asshole sits down at the table, right? Okay. Really, the best person to sit down at the other end of the table is another asshole. Because if you're a nice person and you're trying to play a game with an asshole, then you just get shit on all right, the time, right? right? And so at some degree, what I think this, what I'm really talking about here is companies right now are assholes across the board. It's time for the consumer to also be an asshole. <laughs> if you show up and everything isn't exactly the way you fucking wanted it, just walk out, right? <laughs> That's the way I look at it, right? So it's like, I want my devices on my terms with my content, no ads, no DRM. And if you can't satisfy those things... I'll go fucking play dice. We right. have a chessboard. Like, it's like, <laughs> fuck you and your fucking shit, right? Right, right. And I think if every... So the nice part about that is the more people you get, you create consumer mass who won't put up with this shit. It goes away, and now yeah. you get the shows new, too. Yeah. If yep. they had to sell them to you because you wouldn't watch them with ads, that would change pretty quickly. Yep. And uh, so that's kind of an interesting aspect of that. Um, yeah. I'm just going to call it the assholes gambit for now. All right, all right. Uh, or the Jeff and Casey gambit. But I'm sure there's an actual game theory like Prisoner's Paradox or whatever the fuck. There's, I'm sure there is a thing that you could act, that, Where, that's an actual... What, that's based on escalation on, of... Prisoner's oh, Dilemma okay. is what I meant. Uh, you know, the thing is like, yeah. do you stab the guy... If they're t both yeah. people show knives or if they... You know, like those kind of things. I'm sure you could boil it down to one of those if you're a game theory person. Right. I'm right. sure there's a thing for this. Yeah. Okay. That's what you need to start doing, or we're gonna keep losing the game. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> is that our is that our list? Oh, I've got tons. Okay. I could go on for quite some time. Uh, so, the the next thing I think would be uh, train yourself on a couple common mental mistakes and stop making them. Okay. There are some, and some of them are pretty hard to do. Mm -hmm. One would be uh, exponential functions. Right? Okay. Like, one of the worst things that almost everyone in America does now is they do not appreciate exponential functions at all. Mm -hmm. And this is, like, universally a problem, right? So, like, when you see something that's like, we really want our city to have good, like, 7% growth every year. Mm -hmm. That means eventually your city will literally implode in a mass of gravitational, mm -hmm. like... It'll just literally suck itself yeah. in because anything that is based on growth of the previous number will go in. It just yeah. it will go up at some really bad inflection point at some point. Mm -hmm. So really, like, accept the fact that in any finite space of any kind, you cannot have growth. You must you must taper your growth so that every year you are having less growth than the previous year. Otherwise, and you want to shoot that. But that's never what right? happens, right? What usually what happens, want. right, yeah. I'm just saying what happens is, is you have 2008 or a million mm -hmm. other times that just moves the curve 5x down you below, go, wham, wham, and then fall, wham, right? and then and fall. And it creates so, all this problem because mm -hmm. it creates uncertainty, instability, mm -hmm. it creates really bad failure cases. But it's also, it, you, whether people understand that in a general way, I mean, learning to live with the world the way that it is is also good advice in terms of like, if you understand exponential functions, it isn't necessary that you believe that growth should be flat or mostly flat. It's that you go every single time we do have growth, we know we're that much we're <laughs> that's, that percentage. That's closer true. That's to the a fuck right. right. So just keep in mind this is what's gonna right. happen. Yeah. Because growth is percentage based growth is limited time. Yeah. That's just yeah. how that works. Yep. Okay. Right? Um so you know, oh well. Mm-hmm. Life goes on. Okay. Uh, 
Learn to actually internalize, and I have a huge problem with this one. This is one that like, I wish I could do better. Learn to internalize the fact that everyone is lying all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is most people lie at least a little bit. Right? I mean, yeah. at least they omit things or whatever. Even honest people are fairly fungible with I the agree truth. With that. Right? Mm-hmm. So everyone knows kind of internally if they stop and think about their own way that they're recounting things or what they're choosing to say right. and all that, they know there's a lot of filtering there, right? And it's filtering for a particular purpose. It's, sure. it's, it's biased filtering. It's not unbiased random filtering. Yeah. It's biased filtering. Yet most people, and myself included, don't ever do the mental projection of like, oh, all the other people who just told me things, all of those were filtered. Okay, so give me like like you're saying that every, you can't use people's opinion like a, 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 a majority of people's opinion to influence your own. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying literally the act. I I find that things go much smoother for me if I actually stop and think about the fact that you're just at dinner and a bunch of people are talking. Mm-hmm. Everything that was said was filtered. Okay. Most of the time, you don't think about that. Right well, in your head, you just all of these words that's came in. Because I, I literally think every other single human in the world is full of shit. So like, yeah. Well, don't forget, you're also you manage a company. You've tra- you've probably had a lot of sort yeah. of experience uh, with this. Maybe right? I also know that Most I'm full don't. of shit. So that I just project that that way. That's and this is a thing that people have to learn. Okay, at least mm, me. That's interesting. I don't do it normally, and so when a bunch of people say things, I I will integrate what they said into my mental model of things, not accounting for the filter, Okay. which is bad, right? It's pretty bad because none of those things should be directly integrated. They mm. need to be taken into the proper perspective of who said it and when and why they probably okay. said it, right? That is a big thing to try and do. And obviously you Are don't you have to avoid those people at it's all, all times. It's all people. Stay, no, but you just stay home with the mason jars and you'll be fine. <laughs> Just that's the point so of all this. So when you say those people, you mean all people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's, my it's, Lord. It's right. way easier. I just tend to ignore, except for a very few people whose opinion I respect. Yeah. Conversation with me is pretty much... Uh, discarded? Just discarded. It just washes over me like the ocean. You're like, all right, had that conversation. and And like... It, anything I get out of it will be not generally what the conversation's about, but like an aside that they gave that they gave as part of the story that's but, not even a thing. Like, but I don't know. So I guess while I appreciate the fact that maybe you are good at doing this with people, I don't know. I mean, I can't be inside your head. But we can at least say that, like, I mean, you'll often come to me and like, dude, dig it. I just read on the internet that there's oh, this that- new penguin. That can go 500 miles an hour underwater. I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> wait. I'm first like, up, let me. That wait. didn't happen. <laughs> so wait. Okay, so there isn't a rocket powered penguin. But that's, you read two stories wait, and you two got them about confused. Okay. Two things about that. All right. One is, let's say it's a rocket powered penguin. Okay. There is no way I'm ever using rocket powered penguin in my life. So in the same way that like conversation with a group of people washes over me. Okay. I wash back. Like, 
There's nothing in, like, when I, it's very rare, and sometimes when we're having a conversation, I try to go, no, no, listen. Oh, no. What is that? That's our two-hour timer. Well, that's two hours? Well, okay. I believe that's what you set this for, 90 right? minutes. Okay, so, all right, we'll finish up this we're one, getting, and then we'll have to rotate We're gonna We're going to run out of tape here soon, so we're going to have to rotate the video. So, no, like, in fact, having a conversation sometimes when we're hanging out with friends, sometimes I'll be like, wait, listen to me for a second, because... I'm trying to say something that I feel like is not bullshit and not okay. just nonsense. All right. Because usually, like, hey, you go out with friends. It's like I will tell the story of the rocket-powered penguin, <laughs> yeah. or like yes, something, you will. something. And and I don't. It's rare when I intend for even other people to take because I'm usually laughing and being silly. So I'm okay. hoping people because okay. I do. I enjoy telling stories. Okay. So if I see something that's a good story like device, I'm going to use okay. it. But like. Uh, no, I, I wash over people back in, in the nonsense. That's why like having, and it's a little weird with programmers. Like when you hang out with them, generally when you hang out with people like the people at rad, it is, uh, usually information give and take is, or they become frustrated. Right. So part of what I find interesting about going out to dinner with like on wild Wednesdays and stuff is like uh, talking about these things that in no circumstance does Sean give a shit about. <laughs> and like seeing what he says about that or okay. his – no, usually nothing. Usually he's just sitting there looking at me. Okay. And then, but like right. that's part of what makes meaningless conversation fun I see. for my for end you. is like okay. seeing how people, people react, react to that. No, but I totally give out. Yeah. Okay. But I don't – I'm not investing in rocket-powered penguins. Right, okay, 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 right, right. right. So you keep it, it's like your fun time where you just get to mix and match all the news together. Yeah, yeah, that makes some Frankenstein news story that was your favorite. Yeah, Yeah. it's easier than having a real conversation. Okay, that's fair. Like finding out about somebody's life. Oh, fuck. All right. I'll pee in the mason jar before that. I'd way rather talk about the penguins. Well, we need to take a quick break. All right. Wait. Is that all of our? E- is that going to be? We'll finish off on the edicts. Not really, because we're about to roll into a second viewer question that was on almost the same topic. Okay. Well, wait. Now we have a half an hour, so okay. we can go up to two, and that was ninety minutes. Oh, okay. So if you want to finish that one off, why don't we finish well, this one off? Let me think. So there's. So really, getting down to it, other things that people should probably do. I don't know. Like, if they want general life advice. Very simple. Don't use your credit card. Is like pay your credit card off every. I mean, simple things like that. If you can't pay off your credit card, then you need to put the credit, take the credit card out of your wallet. Okay. Like because that's that a very point, more practical. Yeah, thing, these I are suppose. practical, simple things yeah. that like um, uh, you just can't do. You just can't. And then I'd be just as guilty. And in fact, was like a lot of. Uh, 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 I mean, credit cards were a lot harder to get at one time, so that was so special when you got them. So, but those are general like life things that are kind of like pretty self obvious, I think, to most people. I don't have any advice on life things because I don't really know. I don't do anything particularly. I'm not a particularly efficient life person anyway. I see. I'm not a good person to ask that for. Don't buy lottery tickets. Would but you if tell you people ask me, don't buy lottery he tickets? asked me to criticize America, mm-hmm. and that I'm pretty good at. I see because. Unfortunately, like I, you're most critical of the place you live because you feel 
a little more personally responsible. Like, I'm sure there are also very bad things that other countries are doing that cause problems in the world. Mm -hmm. But I am not living in that country, so somehow I don't feel like it reflects on me as negatively as this country does, because it's like, I am American, and the fact that all these Americans go around fucking things up, I'm like, feel badly, because I'm like... I don't want my country to be the country that's always fucking things up, but that's who they've become, right? And so I Here's don't know. Here's a very what... simple one, I think. Yeah. Absolutely, in no cases should you ever believe your government has any more information to make a decision than the average person does. Like, literally, like yeah. picking a guy off the yeah. street and ask, what would you do? Your government, and, and it's not because we're like, it's it, it, they there's separate problems. Usually, it's like the government is awash in information. They have more belief, and there's a lot of books that I've read that I could give anybody who wants to know about how bad, like the way information is gathered and processed and given. There's a lot of books about this. You've given me a couple. There's a couple You're that about I Legacy read. Legacy of Ashes. Read Legacy is yeah. Ashes. There's a great one. When anytime I see somebody say like, "Oh, I don't know." whether this is a right thing or new, but I trust my leaders. Think of it as they literally don't have any more information than you. So do you think they should, it, would you make a decision based on the information you have at your hand right now? You'd, no, you'd be, you'd, but, it's very th- hard. But to that's, so the interesting thing about that is that to me is exactly the same as the thing I just said previously, where I was saying people who say that advertising doesn't work, on the other hand, will say Citizens United was a bad decision, right? Mm-hmm. So I can just show you, I'm like, you already believe that this is a problem. You just haven't connected the dots. The same is true for that situation. Go get your driver's license renewed. <laughs> go, like, go visit the uh, Obamacare website. Like, go do some things that you can actually evaluate mm-hmm. how effective your government is at extremely trivial tasks. Right. Tasks that are so simple that people going to community college can do them very effectively after taking a night class, right? right? Like putting up a website or something mm-hmm. like this, right? They can go download, you know, something like that, right? Your government routinely fails at doing those things. That is the nature of how governments mm-hmm. operate when they are not crazy fanatic regimes like Nazis or something where shit is banana cakes. Right. But when you have a democratic, unwieldy system, which is kind of how they're designed to go, and sometimes, thankfully, so. Right. They are not ruthlessly efficient information processing military right. slash gathering machines. They are not precision strike. None of that is true. They are the same people who can't like figure out how to name street signs so that people can figure out where they are <laughs> on a map. Right. That is who well, you are dealing with. I wouldn't even. So you're saying. Incompetent government incompetence is readily apparent to everyone, and they all complain about it. They just don't apply it to the military for some reason, yeah. and I don't know why. Yeah, I would believe that. I don't, I don't even mean military, but the entire like intelligence community, it, it, all of that. It, all the way up to yeah. like hey, the president must know things that we don't. Nope. It's like no, he doesn't. Yeah. and it's not. And I don't think it's necessarily like incompetence in that way. It's like. Most of the things in the world are fuzzy and weird, and there is no – there's like – you're, you're making a call on killing somebody or not on very gray, weird oh, information. Yeah, yeah. 
And so in those circumstances, like imagining somebody else's view of the thing is less foggy is just going to be wrong. And you can this this and you don't even have to start with government of just think of like you trying to plan when a party is with like more than five people, how crazy and fuzzy and like, oh, but I don't think he really likes that. Now he's a vegan and he'll feel bad if we and like all that weird stuff. Now just do it with 50 million people you're yeah. deciding about. Like it's impossible. So yeah. like just assume assume that you don't know, which means you have to make decisions based on the fact that you're probably wrong or that it's totally random, the outcome. So if it, the outcome is random, probably choose inaction. <laughs> it's almost always the right thing to do. And so, I, I, I mean, this came up specifically because somebody said recently, well, but they have a lot more information than you do. And I'm just like, I don't think you know how this really works. You know, so, another... And, and there's also that weird thing that just every human has of like, the more uncertain you are about things... Uh, and, and the more uh, uh, the more you think you know but don't is a really bad place to be in a decision making place. So uh, along those same lines, it's it's also worth noting that I think the more historical perspective you can get on things uh, of that nature, when you're talking about government stuff or how you think about the people who run your country mm -hmm. and so on. I think it's really important to realize that the people who run your country are no, are really not that fundamentally different, oftentimes, than the people who ran some of the worst things you read about. Like mm -hmm. the type of person. Yo, yeah, oh, I see. Right? Yeah, sure. In other words, there's this there's this assumption that like you know we've never had an American president who was as bad as a Hitler or something like that. But the truth is a little closer to, the con to saying it's the system, really, that protects you. Because people in power, I don't think they vary as much as you might like mm -hmm. to think. Once you're, the systems are set up for filtering mm -hmm. certain types of people. Yeah. And once you get into a power aggregating kind of scenario like that, the main thing that stops you from getting atrocities from people in power... Mm -hmm is your system. Yeah. This is why I think it's so important to recognize the importance of things like the Bill of Rights absolutely, even when it seems like you're hindering your executive branch from doing these things, killing people, whatever they need to do, you know, quote mm -hmm. unquote. And it's because really that's, that's what that is. Because everyone who ever committed really serious atrocities against humanity, none of them woke up in the morning and set up had a spot of tea and was like i'm going to be evil today they all convinced themselves they that the they right were had a cause mm -hmm. right they all have in the, the same shit you hear george bush say or barack obama say those same thoughts are the thoughts that people who did terrible things were having mm -hmm. right and so what's what keeps it from getting out of control is the restrictions that you put on people. So as soon as you start saying, well, we need to lift these restrictions to be effective, you are just opening the door for whoever the most psychotic one mm -hmm. of those guys that you end up having. And I feel like Bush was a good example of a pretty psychotic guy at some level, right? He was pretty, he was pretty incapable of monitoring his own thought patterns, I feel like. Okay. Right? Like, I feel like we kind of, he was pretty bad. And I feel like it's kind of at least somewhat of a testament that things didn't go even worse than they did, that our, our system held up a little bit. Mm -hmm. It didn't held up nearly as well as I would have hoped, right? But I think it's worth appreciating that fact that you don't want your government to be effective. You don't want to do, like, the whole NSA situation and things saying, like, we need these as my terrorists. 
Terrorism is the price you have to pay mm -hmm. from keeping your country from destroying the world with the weapons <laughs> it has. Right? Like, that is, a, that is just a sad fact, is that you can't have ruthlessly effective uh, executive branch kinds of things. It's just too dangerous. And if you don't believe me, just look at everything in history. Yeah. This is always what happens. The very effective executive branch style things, they go so wrong. And the, if they're not going wrong right now, it's because you lucked out and got a fairly pacifistic guy up there for some reason. Mm -hmm. The shit went weird and you got one. Because you normally don't get that guy. You normally get people yeah. who think they well, know what they're think doing. It's, well, I mean, I think it's the thing of there's a real sense of in any situation of wanting to do something right and so it's a very uh human nature kind of situation of something bad happens and you want to do something yeah and and having a system that prevents you from acting doing on those that first is true first impulses right. and not even first second third fifth impulse of like having to be somewhat rational about it is uh yeah yeah makes sense yeah yeah well and uh I saw this recently. There was an interview thing, like a promotional piece put together by the NSA where they were having Keith Alexander do an interview. It was... I don't know why they roll him out. He's, he's done soon, right? I don't know why they roll him out. At the end of the year or something? That guy is... Yeah. But if you go listen to him talk, like, that he is in my... Like, in a, in a current... In our current, like, present slice of time, like, right now... Mm -hmm. He is the best example of why you need a system that prevents people from doing things. Because he is like the living embodiment of that, that mentality. The, I, I cannot really break the law and laws aren't really necessary for me. Because I am protecting someone or I am doing this service. And anything I do when I do this service is okay. <laughs> and anyone who tries to stop it or even just report on it, is like, must be stopped, right. right? And you look at that and you go, that is literally, that's it right there. That's a death squad. Like, you've created <laughs> the worst thing in history. You're that guy. Right. And you don't see it because you are in your own head looking out, going, well, of course I'm only fighting for the good guys, or of course I'm only doing yeah. but But you... You don't understand. That's what everyone thought. Yeah. That's what they all thought, yeah. right? And like... It's, it's so dangerous to get into that mindset. And well, I the, think the fact that we have generals who think that way is really bad. Yeah, I think – I actually think uh, – I can imagine why those things happen really easily in my head. And so – which is why I think the system is the, the thing that saves you. Because yeah. – I mean, literally, imagine that guy walks in every morning, has all these analysts working for him. Yeah. They're all doing these scenarios. No one gives him the scenario where everything worked out by not – like, every scenario is like, okay, so we had some chatter. And we think maybe there's – they've armed trains and they're sending them to – like, he just all day long is reading stacks of, like, doomsday scenario right. nonsense. Right, right. Because that's what your analysts are supposed to imagine scenarios. Right. So he looks at all this and at the end of the day, he's just like, we – Fuck! We gotta do something, right? Well, the other thing. But so it's very, it, it, it it's very. I, I can totally see somebody just going, I. You should have seen all the shit I read today. It's all, and you're like, but but it wasn't real. It was all guesses. And so I, I, I can totally see somebody making really nutsoid decisions. 
in that just slow way of like, hey, I've been on the job for five years, the shit I've seen, whether it was imaginary or not, like you're just sitting it, you're 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 just swimming in it all day long. So it's very easy to go there. I well, think. more importantly, I would say is that no one is handing you the analyst of like, what if we're the bad guy? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the real problem, right? Yeah. Is because all you're looking at is you've already assumed who the bad guy was. Mm-hmm. And you're just looking at how you, who are just assumed to be doing good things, right. is going to counteract this threat of the bad guy. Right. But you've never gone and go, what if we are the real threat? Right. Like, what if what we are doing will actually be the thing? You know, we're looking at all this, like, Al-Qaeda plots and how are these going to materialize and how are they going to evolve over time? Where is the thing that's, like... How is the NSA going to evolve over time? And will it be the thing that brings down American democracy? And did we balance the chances that Al-Qaeda will bring down America? Mm -hmm. A bunch of fucking people in caves with AK-47s or the most well-funded, most, like, you know, has the most equipment, most dangerous, least policed people in the world... Could they possibly be a problem? Right. You never did that thing, right. right? You never bothered to look at yourself and go, what are we doing to limit the chance that we are a threat? Right, right. Right? And I don't know how you fix that problem other than by convincing these people that they need to be a little more self-aware, which is impossible, mm-hmm. like as far as I can tell. They just don't even have that. Switch. I don't think it's self-awareness. I think it's totally human nature, so you have to prevent it from being possible. Right? Like, Because it's like... I mean, I watched the thing with the the general too, and I thought like, "Oh, this guy." Terrifying. But it I also, at the same time, I was terrifying. like, "Terrifying." I could totally see that being me if all day long I just read of all the psychotic I, things that might happen. I don't. I, I can't see that being me, and that's one of the reasons that I, I judge him so harshly. Yeah, is like I, I I feel like a person who should have known better has who because has read military history i mean the dude is a general you don't presumably get there without having a lot of experience especially in information theory and so i mean not information theory that's the wrong word in information warfare i guess you would mm-hmm. say i feel like you should know i i feel like i'm right to hold you to a higher standard right I just feel like the only way to prevent that is to have systems that doesn't let it happen at all because i think it's just it's too Oh, easy. sure. Well, it's, that's great, too, like but, the, uh, like, but we don't have that, it's like so what are you going to do? It's like the ring. Yeah. It's just too... I mean, you can, you're going to put it all yeah, on. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. All right. All right, what's the second half of the question? Uh, well, we're not going to do that now. We've got to take a break first because okay. at this point, the light's almost totally gone. So we got to just the lighting, oh, and yeah. we're going to have to swizzle things around. Okay, well... But we will up. be back in a minute okay. with even more rapturous Jeff and Casey show. <laughs> 